Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you folks today as we continue on with our podcast, Helpful Wounded Spirits. This is podcast number 47. Um, I know I always use this word, but we mean it. We're honored that you'd take a few minutes and listen to us and just be part of our conversations. Make sure you go out of your way when you get an opportunity to, uh, you know, to go out to our page on Facebook, Helpful Wounded Spirits. Uh, Also, I've been meaning to ask you this or to let you guys know this. You can... You can go out to Podbean. That's the resident who I'm paying to hold our podcast. You can go out to Podbean, just like it sounds, Papa, Oscar, Delta, uh, Bravo, Echo, Alpha, November, Podbean. You can just type in under search, Help for Wounded Spirits, and you can uh, you can binge on these podcasts. Hey, let, do this. If one of you first one to say, Brother Doug, I binged, I've listened to every podcast, and they write it out there on the website, I'm going to do something that only Stephanie does. I'm going to send you a gift. So write it there in Helpful Wounded Spirits. First one to do it to hear, number 47. I don't know what one we're on today. In about a week or two, I'm going to see something out there. And the first one to do it, you write, I'm first. I listen to every podcast. And uh, so today, uh, so over the last couple days, we were talking about be kind out of Romans chapter 12 too. And remember that Romans chapter 12 is an outline for your Christian life. It's an outline for how we should live, how we should do business, how we should work, what we should look like, and uh, the attitude we should have, the lack of arrogance, but the, uh, the godliness, and those jobs we should do in the church. It started with that idea of surrender, and uh, we keep on going on. And then yesterday, uh, we talked about not being slothful in business, but being fervent in spirit, boiling over. And uh, Stephanie was giving great examples of people, the missionary family from Cameroon, and I'm sure missionary families from around the world, if you're going to be a good preacher, if you're going to be a good missionary, if you're going to be a good anything in the ministry, it starts with being, uh, you know, first of all, faithful with your jobs, faithful with your knowledge, and and being fervent in the Spirit of God, and then serving God with all that. So the kindness and being fervent, and uh, now we get to this idea today, rejoicing in hope. Uh, Romans 12, verse number 12, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. And uh, there's a lot going on there, Stephanie. As always with us is uh, Stephanie Wesco, author of the book, uh, To Die is Gain, uh, Finding Abundant Life and Death. We're just thrilled to have her. And uh, as we look at this verse, and I'm thinking Stephanie came immediately to my mind as I read those words, rejoicing in hope, I'm sorry, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continue an instant with prayer. And I say to myself, uh, it's October 30th, 2018. It's November 2018. And Stephanie, how in the world do you rejoice in hope, be patient in that trial, and continue in your prayer? How did you do that? I'm not sure I know how I did it. I think it's it's the fact that you have the Spirit of God living in you. Yeah. And... He is that hope, and he is the patience. And, you know, there's that wonderful 
wonderful scripture that talks about um, when the spirit, you know, when we don't even know what to say, the spirit um, prays for us. You know, he intercedes for us before the throne of grace and with groanings that cannot, you know, cannot be uttered. And um, I know, you know, that word hope is such a precious word to me. Um, I actually are, um, when I was expecting um, Charles and I youngest baby girl. Yeah. And we were discussing um, names. Um, part of me laughed that we were even discussing a girl name because we were both so convinced it was going to be another boy. But we had decided on Emmeline Hope. And um, that hope, the biblical definition of that is a confident expectation in God. And um, that God knew I needed, I needed to have that name ever before me. I needed to be saying Emmy Hope all the time to have that reminder of where my expectation was to be. And, you know, there's sometimes we don't have a lot we can rejoice in. There's not sometimes, you know, on October 30th of 2018, I didn't have much I could rejoice in that day. But I could rejoice in the fact that my expectation could still be in God. And you know what I and I like and I don't want to interrupt you, but you know what I like that you just said. It's not rejoicing in results. It's not rejoicing in how good things are going. Uh, you just nailed that better than any seminary professor I ever had. It's rejoicing in the hope that God gives. Thank you. You can keep going. I I just yeah. it, it, it like rung a bell for me. And, uh, yeah. yeah, and that's, that's, I mean, yeah, I could rejoice that, um, Ben and Charles hadn't been shot to be quite honest that day. I was not rejoicing in the fact that I had not been shot. Um, yeah. I very much wished I had been and Charles had not been, <laughs> but, um, but I could rejoice in the fact that I knew my God was still God. And, um, you know, as Romans eight twenty eight became the verse that just would ring in my ears it was like literally like the Holy Spirit of God put that in blinking lights, you know, in my head. And that, that just, he just kept bringing me back to that verse. Yeah. And Romans eight twenty eight is all about rejoicing in hope. It really... It's all about the fact of knowing that God works all things together for good. And, um, that's what rejoicing and hope boils down to. It doesn't mean, it kind of reminds me of um, the verse in First Thessalonians that says, in everything, give thanks. You know, there's not, sometimes we can't give thanks for everything, but in the midst of everything, we can still give thanks. We can rejoice in the fact of who our God is to us and that he's unchanging, that he's steadfast and that his word is sure. And, um, be, you know, and I don't think you will be able to be patient in tribulation or even continue instant in prayer if you lose that hope in God. Yeah. And, um, you know, sometimes when we, when we lose hope, when we become hopeless, we just give up. And that, that hope, you know, the concept of hope, the concept of having hope, the concept of giving hope to others, that's, that's life support there. That's life blood. That's what keeps a person going. If we lose our hope, if we lose our hope in God, if we lose, you know, if someone loses hope for life, they give up. Yeah. And in the Christian realm, 
we have to keep that confident expectation in who our God is. And that's what faith boils down to. You know, it's um, Hebrews 11, 1 says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And that hope and that faith are so intertwined thereof. You know, it's it's not that we see yeah. our God. It's not that we can touch him. But it's that through the eye of faith, we know who our God is to us. And we have experienced his faithfulness. We have seen him be true. And, and it's a heart thing. Show himself strong. Yes. It's it's yeah. just what you're saying. That's a heart thing. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So how do you. So. So I see we're we're rejoicing in God's hope and best explanation I ever heard you just gave. And then, but how how in the world uh, when you're just let's say you're you're home for a week, you've uh, ten days, the memorial services are over, and how are you patient in this trial? How did you find? You know, people listening to me have been through all kinds of things. I I've heard from three or four widows, a, a widower or two. I've heard from people suffering from all kinds of different PTSD, and you've heard from them. Mm -hmm. Many of our dear friends and those we work with are listening today. And how would you say to them to be patient in this trial? How do we do that? Well, I don't think it's something we can do. Um, the Lord has taught me so much about, you know, how much everything good in me is because of God, is because of His Spirit working in my life. And um, I think of the first, you know, James 1, when he said, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Mm. But let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Wow. And then it says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally, and that braveth not, and it shall be given him. And I think that patience, you know, I love the way it's personified. And um, it's it's like God is doing, patience is um, something we can't do. I think it goes along with the, the idea of um, where we're having to wait. We're not always seeing what God's doing. And you think of the life of Job and how he went through you know went through that period of time where he didn't know what god was doing and he had to wait and i think that is for me one of the hardest parts of life is waiting and um you know that that having to say okay god you know whether it be in a trial, whether it be in a desire of the heart of saying, okay, God, this is, I'm on your timetable. Yeah. I can't, I can't change this. I can't change my situation. You can't. I can't make things happen. That's in your hands. And that's a trial. That's a trial of our faith. But God's saying that that trial of our faith, it works patience in us. And I think because patience is one of those, is part of that fruit of the spirit. If we, if we will develop that patience, that long suffering, that that looking to Jesus, you know, that's what it boils down to. Patience is just keeping our eyes fixed on God and continuing to serve him and take those steps forward in obedience to him and trusting him for the outcome. And, you know, being patient in tribulation means as we go through that trial, as we go through that waiting period, um, 
the only way you can be patient in tribulation is to keep your eyes fixed. And by fixed, I mean where they are completely glued to yeah. Jesus, you know, where your, your heart is fixed in his word. And um, that's the only way you'll make it and, and through do one you, of those trials of life. Yeah, and do you think that those first two things, you know, uh, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, hinge upon the third part of that verse. Uh, do you think where it tells us that uh, we're, we're to be continuing instant in prayer? I mean, I'm thinking. I, yeah, yeah, I do. I, I honestly feel kind of like it's a triangle. Like verse 12 is a triangle. And without, they all work together. Um, you know, if, you're, if you've lost hope in God, you're not going to be able to pray. If you've, you know, if you're not being patient, you're not going to continue instant prayer, and yet you can't, you know, I really feel like it's a triangle where if you take any one of those pieces away, it's it's no longer, it's no longer working in harmony with each other. Um, yeah, it's dependent. Can, it's it's like these pillars. They're dependent on each other, right? Yeah. Well, and I think the continuing instant prayer, I think there's, you know, prayer is, is the gate, you know, that's, that's our... That's our, um, what's the word I'm looking for? That's really, that's our connection. That is our, our personal connection to the throne of grace. And we're supposed to come boldly before the throne of grace. Well, if we've lost hope, if we're not being patient in tribulation, we can't come boldly before the throne of grace to find help in time of need. We just might as well go home. Yeah, we might as well just quit. We might as well throw in the towel. Yep. So I really feel like they all work together, kind of like a triangle where each one hinges on the other to have a complete, you know, to have a complete um, working in harmony. And um, I think, you know, as you you look at at verse 9 to 12, um, if if those verses are not happening the way they're supposed to, you might as well forget verses 13. Yeah, to, to love without and hypocrisy, to be the kind. The rest of the chapter. Yeah, to to and you know to sell out. Prayer, yeah. yeah. Prayers are prayer is. Um, I was just telling a lady this yesterday on the phone. Prayer is one of the essential parts of our Christian armor. And I'm not talking short, little, quick prayers. I'm talking where we 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 are getting with God. Those prayer sessions where it's you and God, and you're you're pouring your heart out to him and you know god sees our heart anyway our prayers don't have to be pretty they don't have to be flowery god wants to know he he already knows who we are but he wants us to open up to him yeah that's just like a father with a child you know we can know we know who our children are we may know areas that our children you know want you know want something or want want encouragement but there's sometimes we want our children to come to us we want them to pour their hearts out to us and it's not always a one-way street um be it a parent to a child or a child to a parent it's supposed to be a two-way connection and prayer is that two-way connection and where we're in communion with god and um it's a part of our christian armor and you know if you're if you're not taking on that whole armor of god you're not going to be able to do this you know i think that's a very important thing to just yeah, point yeah. out that without putting on that whole armor of God, 
the re- this passage isn't going to work. Amen. Um, Amen. It's all essential. It's all it's all hooked together. That's for sure. And yeah. you know, as I look at this, there's a couple things in this verse as we close today that I want you to pay particular attention to. And uh, I, as I look at it, the, you know, patience is an idea of something in the past tense. It's learning. It's a passive thing. You know, I've learned to be patient. I'm patient. It's, but tribulation, man, I'm right in the battle. I'm, I'm right there. And, uh, so we rejoice in God's hope and, uh, we're patient in tribulation where, uh, you know, it's something that we built up to. We prayed about, we've spent hours at the throne of grace and 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 seeking God to help us with and and like you say and I love that definition of a triangle that you know a triangle is only as strong as its foundation and that foundation is founded prayer and um, and if we're going to be having the rest of this we need to do that and I'm reminded that as we look for things you know sometimes we uh, you know, and it would probably be easy for you to have done this, Stephanie, but sometimes we think that, man, what, what is God doing with me? He's, he's not thinking about me, or this doesn't make sense. And I, I just want to close with this verse today, brethren, and uh, we got to make this one of our memory verses, Stephanie, write down. We, okay. Let's put this out there for folks to memorize. It's a Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. So when you're in the middle of that trial, when you're uh, when that tribulation seems like it's never going to end, when you're when your patience is tried, know that God is going to use it for an expected end, and that end is better than anything you could ever imagine. That end brings you to the high road. That end brings you to glory. That end is uh, God's got it worked out. It's a uh, give it to God, trust in God, step out for God. What a great podcast today, Stephanie. Thank you for the information you put out. Folks, again, we we sure do love you in the Lord. We're praying for you. Thank God for you. Drop us a note if you'd like on on our Facebook page. You can drop us a private message if you'd like uh, out there on Helpful Wounded Spirits and share this podcast. Share it. We just... Um, we just love being out here talking to you folks and, and gathering together people of a kindred spirit, trying to serve God in a better, more powerful way. It's a, it's not, this isn't about what we can do in our own strength. This isn't about spotlight soldiers. This isn't about looking the best you can look. This is about making God at the forefront of your life, bringing glory and honor to him, making God the, the main thing, making this all about God because he alone can bring us to the place that we need to be. Well, we sure hope the Lord is blessing you and uh, we're praying for you. Pray for us. May God bless you. We'll talk with you soon. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.